The Western Cape Education Department says that 202 staff members at schools across the province have tested positive for COVID-19 between the 29th of May until the 11th of June. Uh, the department also says that 49 learners have tested positive for the virus since schools reopened on the 1st of June. Now, 25 out of uh, 1,500 schools have also been temporarily closed uh, due to positive cases. And for an update on the situation, we join on the line by the Western Cape MEC for Education, Debbie Schaefer. Thanks so much for your time, Ms. Schaefer. Good to be with you. So if we can just start maybe with an update on those numbers, because it goes up to the 11th, as I just said there in my introduction. Um, Has there been an update on those numbers? Um, The number that you gave was not what I have. I have the latest numbers as at 12th of June, which is 239 staff members and, and still 49 learners. Positive, yes. Uh, 239 staff members. How many learners, Ms. Schaefer? Yes. 49, as you said, that was correct. 49 learners. So, obviously, there's concern about uh, these uh, cluster outbreaks that could potentially develop from here and then ultimately end up in uh, local transmissions, as we have seen previously from cases that emanate in workplaces. That was, of course, uh, one of the scares that uh, people were worried about that could develop in schools as well. But what has your department Mm -hmm. been doing to ensure that more learners and teachers do not become infected? Yeah, we've been um, putting into place uh, absolutely every possible measure that we can to ensure that that people are safe at our schools, as we've been advised to do by the Department of Health. Um, We have uh, distributed lots of uh, additional cleaning materials, sanitizers, bleaches, and so on to all our schools. Every child has, uh, we've procured a mask for every every learner in the province, as well as every um, two masks for every learner and every uh, government-employed teacher. And, of course, we've also uh, sent out a number of protocols telling uh, schools what they need to do, um, trying to assist them in doing so, because it is a, quite a mass of things that need to happen. But most importantly, of course, is the, uh, the, the physical distancing that has to happen in classrooms at schools. So our schools have rearranged desks and classrooms so that we can keep the, the distance between the learners. Uh, and, of course, as more grades come back, then that becomes more difficult with um, with uh, large class sizes. So they are also busy developing plans for classes that will come back perhaps in stages. They might have half a class one day, half a class the next day, or one grade, or whichever works for them, uh, to ensure that we keep those, those uh, distances in place uh, at the moment, given the fact that we do not want any spread at the moment, and our numbers are obviously so high. So um, it has... Um, We've looked at the weekly increase in the province versus the, the weekly increase in the schools, and there certainly does not appear to be spreading happening in the schools at this point. Um, and our weekly in- increase constitutes just over 1% of the provincial increase. So at the moment, it does not appear that, that, it's, um, that the infections are being spread at schools. Ms. Schaefer, can you give us an update on the number of schools that you've had to close as a result of infections? It varies from day to day because obviously if there's a case uh, you know, in a school, then well, every school has to be assessed and whether the school has to close or not depends on the, on the circumstances at each school. But on average last week, we had 20 closed per day out of 1,509. So what is the protocol if someone tests positive in a school, be it a learner or a teacher? 
Um, it depends, obviously, on, on the facts of each case. Um, it, if, if a staff member has only, if it's a staff member and they've only been in one or two rooms, for example, it is possible that that part has to be cordoned off and, and then properly sanitised. Obviously, if it's a staff member that moves around the school a lot, then the chances are we'll have to close the school for a day or two and do proper sanitising. Learners, of course, have to be dealt with in terms of a specific protocol. Also, need to be isolated immediately in an isolation isolation room, and then parents must be contacted, and so on. But you know, if there's somebody who has been confirmed positive, then that section of the school or the whole school, if they are people who move around the whole school, will have to be sanitised. So it involves closure of usually just a day or two, so we can get that um, that properly cleaned. So we spoke to COSAS uh, last week and there were some disruptions to uh, some uh, learning and teaching in certain schools. Uh, Can you give us an update on that situation as well and how many schools were actually disrupted? Um, there was only really one school, I think, that they actually disrupted, which was Rhodes High. They did have a few other protests, but there were no major disruptions. Um, and I have had a, uh, an engagement with them to set up a meeting, and we will be meeting tomorrow and having a discussion. So I really hope we can we can uh, stop that uh, disruption from happening. Because they are demanding, amongst other things, that all learners be tested for COVID-19. And uh, what's your response to that? It's just not possible. I mean, whether we, you know, if we even if we wanted to, it isn't possible. There aren't that number of tests available, um, and uh, even in the country, I don't think. Um, and we in the Western Cape certainly have had to take a decision as to have to prioritise who is able to get tests because they aren't sufficient. So we've had to um, to prioritise high risk individuals and our, our frontline health staff, for example. So it's just physically not possible, and it's also unrealistic because you might have people going back to their communities and and they haven't got COVID today, they get tested today, and, and a few days later they may pick up an infection from somewhere where they're living, for example, and come back to school with it, and then what, once we retest all the learning again, it's just it's not feasible. So, Ms. Schaefer, have you noticed uh, any pattern or any sort of trend developing with regard to parents perhaps uh, removing their children from school since these infections have been reported? Well, yeah, I mean, it is, uh, as you know, it's only really grade 7s and 12 that have gone back. Um, there certainly are people who haven't sent their children back yet. I haven't got exact figures for that. And there are some people who are saying that. Um, so, But on the other hand, I've got other people saying, why can't our children go back? So it's, difficult. it's a difficult situation. Um, we have made provision for any uh, learners with serious comorbidities who are at very high risk of getting COVID badly if they do get infected. Um, and we have allowed those parents to uh, keep them at home on condition that they find you know, that they're prepared to do so and and make sure that they get to work from school and so on. Um, we have raised the issue with the national minister also whether other learners could also do that if their parents uh, want to do that. And she is busy still with an amendment, and I'm hoping to get that gazette shortly to, to get clarity on that situation. But, yeah, I mean, there are some parents who are, who are still anxious about sending their children to school. Now, uh, given the number of educators who are infected, and as you say, with this um, phased-in approach of bringing learners back to school, are you concerned at this stage, uh, given what you are faced with at the moment, that once you have more learners returning, that the situation could escalate in terms of the number of infections? The thing is, 
Um, the infection rate is increasing anyway um, in the province, whether schools are closed or open, and it was before schools actually opened. So that's why we are keeping close track of the numbers at the moment, and why I was quite pleased to see this very, you know, very small increase from in our schools. So it does not indicate that it is happening in schools. Obviously, we all keep tabs on that, and if, if the situation changes, then we'll, you know, we'll have a discussion on that issue. But um, as far as the other grades are concerned, um, I think we'll have to see that the intention of opening in a phased approach was to enable us to get these processes in place, and it does appear that they are working. So obviously, if, if the infection rate goes up hugely, then we will have to have a discussion with the national minister as it is her decision to whether schools should stay open or not. And, and that's one of the things that you've been criticised for, where people say uh, when the national ministry said, you know, hold off on sending children back to school by a week, the Western Cape Department of Education went ahead and opened. Uh, why are you now then deferring that uh, decision to the Department of Education nationally when you were quite prepared to go against them uh, in terms of opening schools? I wasn't prepared to go against them. There was no clarification on the issue on the Sunday before schools were supposed to open. So um, when we suddenly heard that there was that the minister had published a gazette saying that schools open on the 1st of June, that was published on the 29th. She was going to have a press conference on the Sunday. She then we just heard um, that she wasn't going to have it. So at that point, we decided to make the decision. Only after that, she then released the statement. And even at the press conference on the Monday, she still said that schools that were ready to open could open. So we didn't go against anything. We were we were completely within the law that she had in fact gazetted. And Ms. Schaefer, did all the schools in the province open? 98% of them opened on the Monday, despite all the confusion. And as we speak today, uh, do you have 100% of schools opened, except for, of course, cases where they've had to close? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes, they all opened. Um, the same week they were all open, other than those that, that were forced to close for cleaning, yes. Well, thank you so much for that update. Uh, Debbie Schaefer is the MEC for Education in the Western Cape. Just giving us an update on the situation. There are concerns about the infection rates amongst uh, teachers and learners. And-